You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Hey, it's Taj Alexander. Thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast. Really appreciate all the support, all the love. Just want to let you know, The Open Canvas has just launched its first clothing collection. You can find it on theopencanvas.com. Let's get into the episode. Open Canvas, this is Taj Alexander. I'm here with a very special guest. Uh, we connected through a good friend, Marvin, Marvin James, who's also been on the podcast. Shout out to Marvin, all the LA family, Meet the Youngs. And it was actually, I think he was in town for his birthday, or he's just like in town. He's just randomly in town. Yeah, it like felt like it was his birthday because like all the, like a few of his close friends in different circles all yeah. came to see him and we, you know, went to go eat in Williamsburg and you know, then after you were, you were there, right? Right. Me and yeah. him, we called it the random dinner because he just was like, I'm going to just invite people who don't know each other, have dinner and just connect. And that's how that came about. And yeah. Shout out to Marvin. That's very Marvin, by the that way. That is yeah. it. No, I, I appreciated it because like I met you and then I also met people that we live so close to each other in, right, in Brooklyn. Right. But I never knew them, but we were connected through Marvin. Yeah, I so. de- I'm definitely still connected to everyone I met at the dinner, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Shout out to, to Drew and, right. and others as well. And, um, you know, it's just great, you know, even after that day, you know, just meeting everyone and meeting you as well. And we just all had very, like, quick conversations learning about each other, but I feel like we were all sort of, like, right. very similar types of people, you know, which I appreciated. Um, but without any further ado, please <laughs> introduce yourself. Hi everyone, my name is Kaylin. Um, I'm originally from LA as well. I moved to New York about maybe five years ago, maybe five, six years ago. I went to St. John's for undergrad and now I'm getting my master's in psychology. Nice, from? NYU. Okay, yeah. that's what's up, that's what's up. Yeah, well, thank you for being on the open canvas. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and, and I, I know we said this is a long time I know. coming. You know? <laughs> We've been trying for so long. I know, I know, but now's the right time, and I yeah. feel like, you know, it's, it's cold. <laughs> so so we're we definitely making it happen. I, I appreciate you for, for wanting to share. Thank you, thank you for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. So, so, yeah, I mean, we were talking a little bit, you know, about where you're from and, like, siblings and family, yeah. but for those who didn't hear that conversation, where are you from? Well, I kind of bounced around a lot, so it's hard to say where particularly, but where I was when I was a teenager before I came here was in Claremont, which is like kind of where where Marvin lives, Mm -hmm. actually, which is very funny because we actually, me and Marvin met over Instagram, which is hilarious, (laughs) but um, Claremont is really considered LA County, but it's like the suburb, so really quiet, Mm. like the complete opposite of New York for sure. I come from like a really small family, uh, the first three to go off to college is like come from like just hardworking people. Yeah. And, you know, really encouraged me to follow my dreams and supported me coming out here. I actually moved out here and I never visited New York before. Really? Yeah. So your first time seeing New York? <laughs> my first time was going to St. John's. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. So, so yeah, so like growing up for you, like, you know, in, in your neighborhood in Claremont, mm-hmm. um, what was that like for you? Like, were you into things as a kid? Were you like... Yeah, for sure. So my brother, my older brother, Devin, he was, who's also an artist. He's really into art. So I would say about around the age of 12, I started tagging along with him to going to galleries and mm. stuff and we would go into the city and go to galleries and that's when I really fell in love with with art. And again, Claremont's really quiet and boring. <laughs> not a lot going on. No shame in that. No, no shame really, honestly. There's like not a lot of culture, but I think that's what really 
inspired me mm. getting into like art because I had to go look for it. Yeah. So I yeah. would spend hours like at the library or like at home research. I remember I like wrote down in a notebook like every fashion designer from like A to Z. Yeah. And I would spend like hours researching them and I would like save all my money and go to like the city and buy all of these magazines from around the world. Yeah. And my room, so embarrassing. My room is <laughs> like, you know how people have like like singers or rappers or whatever on the wall. Like I would have like right. editorials like on the wall. Nice. And yeah. I would like, my dad built shelves in my closet so I can like stack up all my magazines. Mm. Like I was just really into it. And I think it's funny because when I moved here, I'm around culture so much mm. that I'm not as, I'm still passionate about it, but I'm not as like, I'm not searching for it because I live in it. Yeah. So it's yeah, a very, yeah. it's weird because I thought, I was like, once I moved to New York, like <laughs> that's all I'm going to care about. And I still do, but it's it's a very different relationship. Yeah, no, I, I could understand yeah. that. And, and at the same time, I, I understand what you're saying. Like there's a whole demographic of, of us right. that like may have even grown up in a neighborhood where there wasn't a lot creatively yeah. happening. And I feel like, you know, that's equally as inspiring. You right. know, the absence of like what you want to see. And I feel like, you know, for you, that made you like go to the galleries right, and like experience right. those things. And, and I, I can definitely relate to that as well. Like, so so for you, like, was there a specific type of art or type of like exhibit you like to go with your brother to? Um, I, I don't know a specific type because I was so young, but yeah. I, I remember the specific piece that made me really be like, wow. Really? And I was 11. Mm-hmm. It was this artist, Judy Chicago. She's like a, fem- a really famous feminist artist. And I, can't, I won't really describe what it is because it's kind of graphic, but it's called The Red Flag. Okay. And I know it, people are going to be going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you know, you know. But it really just made me, it made me feel something. Mm. And again, being so young too and being in an environment where it's like, you can literally hear the birds chirping and nothing going on. It's yeah, like yeah. feeling something, it made me uncomfortable. It excited me. Mm. And I think that's when I really fell in love with it. And even now, it's like I don't really... It's funny when I go to, like, galleries and museums with people who mm. kind of think that's all I'm really into. And they'll be like, what do you think about this? And, like, <laughs> and I'm like I don't, sometimes I don't know. It's just really a feeling sometimes. Yeah. And that's what's really important to me. That's so true. Sometimes I just need time to process. Right, right. You know, like, I, I'll even go to, like, museums or galleries by myself and, like, literally yeah. spend, like... You know, a good you know few minutes in front of just the description. Right. You know, just taking my time, like <laughs> processing what I'm right, seeing, right. and you know, like so. Yeah, I fully agree with you on that. So, so yeah. So, was it like visual art that sort of was your definitely visual art, definitely yeah. fashion. For a long time, I wanted to be a copywriter mm-hmm. for a fashion magazine, and I luckily knew people who were in that world at the time who were kind of like, it's not what what it. It appears to be as not as glamorous as it mm. appears to be, and I'm even though I like I'm very passionate. I'm like a dreamer, but I'm very practical at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't know if that was like the life that that was for me. And I know I could engage in it still yeah. in art without actually having. I wouldn't consider myself an artist per se, more so as a creative. Mm. And I don't know, I just felt like it wasn't really a practical career path for me. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. So were you going through high school and, and like even middle school sort of just being a normal, regular kid? Or were you getting involved in stuff? Um, I definitely was like dabbling in like fashion internships. And okay. I, re- I still loved writing and I was like on the yearbook and like the newspaper at my school. Yeah. And then I 
was introduced to psychology in high school, which is kind of weird. I went to a really like academic high school where like if you weren't in AP classes, you were considered dumb, yeah. that kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like in an AP psychology class and fell in love with it. Mm. And you know, like when you're 17, 18 and you're told like, pick what you want to do now. Right. <laughs> it was right. like, I guess I'll do this. And yeah. that's how I really got into it. Mm. And again, like my, I'm the first person in my entire family to go to college. So I didn't really, my parents can only guide me so much, you know? Mm. So I was like, I'll just, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll move to New York and like I got a scholarship from St. John's and I was just like, this seems like a good idea Definitely. Uh, to, I can move to New York and be in that environment and also follow my career path. And that was what happened. So, so would you say like with psychology is sort of what you were sort of pushing towards? Was it like also thinking like, okay, I'm going to school for this, but mm-hmm. I also have these other passions that I sort of grew up with. Right, like, were right. you sort of trying to like at least connect with people or, or find outlets for that? For sure. And I think by doing that and mm. engaging more in like creating projects and like embracing my creative side is what really, it kind of came to a head mm. with, I think a lot of times my mentor talk about this all the time. It's like, we have this pathology in America where it's like, you have to stick to this one career mm. and follow it through or you're a failure. And I really, mm. really, in academia, I really fell into that role mm. until I started really engaging in the creative world and I realized that maybe what I wanted to do wasn't it and mm. which is funny when I, I started out in at NYU and I wanted to be a therapist and I trained for the first year and I had clients and I was working with like I was like people's therapist <laughs> and I just wasn't passionate mm. about it and I was around in grad school like you're around people who are like reading for fun and like so yeah. engaged in it and I just didn't feel that way and being someone who's passionate about other things, I know what it feels like to like be in love with something. Mm. And I just wasn't. And I remember one day I went to my mentor's office and I was like, yeah, just letting you know I'm gonna drop out of school. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm you not doing this. Like to, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I'm not wasting, I can't waste my time doing this. And like, I don't really know what I wanna mm. do, but I'm just not going to do this. And mm. long story short, she, the same day, she was just like, look over this this program, it's at NYU, look if you like it. And it was a research program. Mm. And I'm like, this is perfect, but NYU is on a fall enrollment and it's we're in the fall. Yeah. <laughs> this is my last year. Right. It was supposed to be, and I'm like, well, I don't really know, I don't really have like, I don't come from the type of family where my parents are just gonna pay my rent in New York. Like that's not the case for me. And luckily, on my behalf, she kind of really vouched for me. And I was switched into that program, which I'm in now, which is human development. So just long story short, I think that moment for me really taught me, like, if you just follow your heart and follow, and that, as cliche as that sounds, like, if you really follow knowing your intuition, mm-hmm. like me knowing I didn't want to do that, and as soon as I, like, surrendered to that, everything really fell into place for me. Mm. And it's funny when I talk to my friends about it, they're like, damn, I wish I could do that too, but it just is what it is. And I, I hear so many people who are like, yeah, I wanna quit school, I wanna quit this job, or like, I'm in fashion and I hate it, but you know, I've worked so hard and it's like, I feel like people are so wrapped up in that, mm. where it's like, if I, you know, quote unquote quit, then I'm a failure. As mm. opposed to like, if I'm just following my intuition, everything will work out the mm. way it's supposed to. Mm. So that's really like, 
yeah where yeah. i'm at right now i mean even just hearing you say that it's like how could you fail when you're like believing in yourself like right, like right. trusting in your your gut and right. like understanding like not even knowing what you want to do but just at least knowing what you're you're not meant right, for right. you know i think that's a big thing and um yeah i think think sort of we sort of get confused sometimes or we have to think we have to have both of those answers at the same time like right. know what we we don't like doing and then also know what we want to do at the same time oftentimes it doesn't work like that right. you know it's, it's usually right. yeah. you just gotta sort of like you know jump out there and you know detach yourself from from an old identity right you know and then sort of create which is scary you know yeah it's like because <laughs> that's the thing with academia you know as well i fully understand that it's not just going to classes and you know doing your thesis it's, right. it's sort of like also building an identity mm-hmm. you know and then whenever you tell someone you're in school you say your degree program and they they look at you a certain way right. or you know right. look at you better or worse <laughs> or like you know, so it's always this this identity thing that's not even self-imposed. It's more just people's perception. Right. And, you know, it takes a lot of confidence. I really want to, you know, you know, acknowledge that in you to sort of like understand what you've sort of built for yourself. Um, but then also to say I have the freedom and the choice to sort of, you know, go in a different direction at any time that I choose. You know, right, so right. that takes a lot to do. So, so I really respect that. Thank you. And like one of my mentors, he, she's at YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. And... It was funny because I'm like, so many people know me in like just an academic setting and so mm. many people know me in just a creative setting. Yeah. And so when I'm like, I'm in school for psychology, like what? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like you're hosting events and like making art. Yeah. And it's like, what? Yeah. And she's just like, you, it doesn't have to make sense, mm. you know? Mm. Like you can merge the two, you don't have to. Mm. It's just like whatever life you want to create for yourself. And I think that's really important. And yeah. I, I think it really speaks to the culture we live in too. Like, the same mentor is telling me like say for instance and like if someone was an alcoholic and they were clean for 20 years and mm. then they have one drink it's like you kind of we kind of throw away all the 20 years that mm. they put into mm. it's just, we have a very like black and white system of like mm. winning and losing mm. as opposed to just being this like process it's not just this linear straight path it's so many ups and downs and twists and turns and yeah. i'm really trying to like unlearn Mm-hmm. the linear path of understanding like that's just not <laughs> definitely how life works and i'm someone who's I'm, I'm christian so i'm just trying to more so understand like i'm not necessarily like in control of the future mm-hmm. i just have to really follow and trust that like the little bread comes along the way and like following i know what i know what's in my heart and just knowing that it's gonna like all work out and it is it is sort of like ha- having the the choice i feel like right. sometimes whether even from a young age it's like subconsciously sometimes you sort of forget that you even have a choice right. in your own life right. you know and that's that's such a crazy thing to even say out loud you know a lot of people a lot of young people are sort of taught to forget that they have a choice in their own life right you know it's sort of like you're, you're almost given this perception of who you should be or what you're career path should be and like this is the safest bet this is gonna work this is you know secure um but then you know you get to you know your high school or your college graduation and you're like wait a second (laughs) you know (laughs) like you know who decided this i I almost feel like you didn't even have a part and so i feel like you know we're almost sort of like you know blessed to be able to realize that um but also like you sort of see how much better you feel even if you you haven't figured out life all together yet You know, you just feel so much better when you, you know, sort of live your life on your own terms. For sure, um, yeah. So, so for you, like, what did that look like? I mean, you said, you know, events and, and like even some editorial work as well, sort of like, 
curating, you know, not only just like a brand, but also just sort of like providing people different ways of engaging with thought, right. like thought provoking pieces. Um, so, yeah. yeah, like, you know, what was next for you after? Sort of <laughs> <laughs> it was honestly really scary. And I, I really mm. want I don't want to sound like it's it was just this easy thing. Like, yeah. Right? And I just like it was everything was good. Like yeah, it, really, it definitely yeah, this <laughs> wasn't. This is not easy. Yeah. And again, like I didn't I don't have a lot of not support, but a lot of people in my corner who have the knowledge in that and knowing like, it's yeah, all new. <laughs> right, it's all new. Like, like my parents were just like workers. My dad is like an ex game banger. Like <laughs> I just mm-hmm. didn't have like that people in my life really saying like, you should do this next and this next. So I really had to like really figure things out for myself, which was scary. And again, it's like how you're saying with identity, it's like mm-hmm. people were putting me in this box of like, you're creative or you're in academia. Mm-hmm. And those are the two choices that I have. And, yeah, yeah. and I, I, I don't like either or. Mm-hmm. I think I'm all of those things. I'm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm so many more, so much more than that. And That's such a good yeah so right so i think now i'm trying to really merge everything that i'm doing and i i'm one of those people like i learn in so many different ways and i have friends who like didn't go to college and they're Mm. you know visual painters and artists and musicians and i have friends who like read research for fun you know Yeah. yeah and it's like i'm trying to figure out how can i share information that i find that's important mm. and share it with everyone in different ways because we all learn differently and mm. it's just as equally as important i think we all need each other to like really impact the world like researchers aren't going to do it alone mm. people in medical foot aren't going to do it alone but also artists aren't going to do it alone and mm. people who are marketing on it like we all need each other yeah. and i'm really trying to like Yo, show that through my work that's that's powerful like <laughs> I, I feel the same way like it's it's such a good feeling when you can like have friends mm-hmm. great friends who are dancers right. you have great friends who are in academia you have great friends who are in law you have great friends who are in music and art and i feel like that's that should be more normal you right. know you shouldn't feel like you should only be within one circle or a group of people and you know it's even better when you can sort of bring them together at least find common points where it makes sense where like you can sort of like help show your friends that we can actually benefit from helping each other because like your creative mind mixed with like someone else's like organizational skills and writing skills like Mm. that's really powerful together it's more powerful if anything and i'm really trying to like work with people who are like-minded in that way and Mm. just making sure everything every project i'm working with is is reflecting that as well absolutely and especially like living in new york i feel like right. what you're doing is very important because i think here you're almost like taught to like sort of work and live your life with blinders on like <laughs> like the hustle blinders yeah. like you just keep going do your do your thing and, and it's good but at the same time it's like you miss out on it's so all easy the other to get caught people, up in right you know because like yeah we can almost go inward to the point where you sort of like right neglect the amazing people in your life that could be helping you and you could be helping them right you know and i feel like what you're doing is sort of especially in new york is like needed we need people who are just like no like yeah i I connect with these people and i I sort of like sort of share my work in this way and then i can also like you know get a my master's or my graduate whatever i want to do like you know so i think that that's sort of what i i appreciate in what you're doing for sure that's really like interesting that you mentioned that because I feel like even not even just with certain people in New York but it's like New York is so fast paced and it's so difficult living here that Mm. I think it's really easy to get caught up in the whole idea of like 
this is my goal and I'm like running towards it yeah. and like you just even miss out on the process of like mm. when you're slow down like do I even like this or like yeah. does this even feel right yeah. like you don't even really you miss that a lot of the times if when you're just chasing after a dream or a goal and then mm. you get it you get it and you're just like this is not at all mm. I don't even want this yeah. and yeah. I think that's really I hear that a lot and I, I experienced it like I worked so hard to get to grad school and mm. I was published by the time I was 19 and yeah. I was like really accomplished and and I had I was there like I made it and mm-hmm. and I was miserable mm-hmm. and I hated it and mm-hmm. but I never took the time to really like slow down and and because if, if I did I obviously would have been like mm, I don't <laughs> I don't yeah, like this yeah. uh, but I'm so gory and I know in New York everyone like that like you're saying like that grime mentality of like I just got to get to yeah. the goal and yeah. you get it and you're like actually I don't <laughs> I don't like this and yeah, I think yeah. it's really important to really slow down even slow down. in a city like New York yeah and, and I feel like for me growing up I was very much like a perfectionist mm-hmm. so I didn't really take it easy on myself or I didn't know how to Same. you know it was like Same. it was like you know and especially if you like say out loud like to your friends like I'm going to do this or even to your family I'm mm-hmm. going to do this like there's no way you're gonna break that promise to yourself. Right. And you're just like, you're really, you know, you can almost, um, yeah, forget just to take it easy on yourself mm-hmm. sometimes. And I feel like, you know, now it's like the complete opposite, where it's like, you know, still having like goals and pursuits, but also understanding I have to enjoy this while it's happening and right. enjoy the people in my life. You know, I think, you know, even like going to events and I think about the Meet the Youngs event at mm-hmm. AP was a great example of that. Um, it was just like appreciating everyone. Like right. I felt like such a deep connection, like with the people in the room and also just watching the video mm-hmm. and seeing the other people in LA. Um, I just felt like what you guys were able to do with that event was like really, really special. Right. Um, and it just helped people to slow down. Like I think it, it wasn't like a big agenda for the event. Right. It wasn't like you're gonna learn this when you come here. It was like, no, just experience everyone's thoughts and stories and like take what you can from it. Um, Which I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you uh, do we wanna talk about that now? Like how you put that event together with with Marvin and and the crew? Yeah, so again, I met Marvin through Instagram. I don't remember how, (laughs) (laughs) but we met through Instagram and just like over a year we really connected and he's mm. he's very much in like the creative world and yeah. at the time I was just like purely academic so mm. I think we really like balanced each other out mm. as in terms of like how we think and it was just kind of like a long time coming like we we worked together in a very like non-formal way of like just kind of bouncing ideas off of each other mm. and it was just like we we're like why not yeah. we should just like I'm like trying to dabble in this like creative world and like we can really both like meet the youngs is such a, like a really strong foundation in LA I think and it was their first event here and it's like that was my first event I ever yeah produced which yeah. is funny <laughs> that was your first event yeah that was great yeah, like yeah <laughs> keep doing it please like I would love to sort of experience what you do next and how you sort of like continue to carry spaces like that thank you but that that event it was difficult because again it was like mm. my first event and um they were helping from LA, so it was like a lot of work. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, like you were saying, it wasn't, there was no agenda of like, what should everyone take away from that? It was just kind of like, let's just share this information mm-hmm. and let's really merge. Like, pe- we are kind of dealing with this, people from different disciplines, different backgrounds, even different states. We are all dealing with the same thing. Yeah. And that was really important to me. And so many people 
like coming up to us afterwards and it was so interesting hearing what people were saying like whether it be from the interviews we shared yeah. whether it be just like this is really dope that you could put this on like a lot of my friends from NYU being like what? <laughs> like yeah. what is this? Like this is cool that you do this and like yeah. I really I think I'm really disconnecting from like title like professional titles mm. and really trying to just thinking of like a legacy wow. and I think my legacy I want people just to know through my work and through me that like you can do whatever you want to do mm-hmm. like I feel if, if if God placed an idea inside of me that like I can just do it then yeah. and it doesn't have to really make sense and it, I, it could just be what it is and mm-hmm. I want people to see that like oh like I'm a painter but like maybe I can write that book or like mm-hmm. I'm a teacher but maybe I could like put on a creative event and that's really cool to me and if I could yeah. be like a resource for that then yeah. like that's the goal and it, that's super super like uh important to say I feel like you know sometimes even again with New York it's mm-hmm. like we can almost see our friends who are doing something really well and think oh they're the it person for this right. or she's the it person for that or he's the it person for this but in reality we can all do it you know, right, I feel right. like, you know, and, and I think that's sort of a big, you know, hurdle a lot of us have to sort of come over is just feeling like we have to compare ourselves. Like, right. again, like the perfectionist thing, it's not perfect, so I don't want to do it. Right, right. But really, it's so freeing when you just give yourself like some leeway and just say, you know, let me just give it a shot. You know, what's right. the worst <laughs> that could happen? And I feel like when you sort of allow yourself to just be free in that way, you end up surprising yourself and having a lot of fun doing whatever you're creating or yeah. being a part of. So, so yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Just like when you're inspiring people to just sort of try something new and, right. and just like see see what they actually can enjoy out of it, you know? So I feel that for sure, for sure. I think something that you mentioned, the perfectionist thing, it's like the first, so when I was transitioning from my first program to the program and now, I'm yeah. like, let, let, I'll just do like a project because why not? I need to like channel all this energy somehow. <laughs> and I produced like a photo, a photography book. Yeah. And it was like my first thing. And, and looking back at it now, it's like obviously there's certain things that I would change and fix. Mm. But if I was caught up on that, as opposed to just putting it out and doing it, it just would have never happened. And so mm. many people really reached out to me and were like proud of me and mm. also like sparked interest for them to do things and like that's to me that's so much i'd rather put myself on the line and yeah. it just not be perfect and you can criticize it or you could love it and that's just i think where i am now like yeah. with like with meet the youngs that meeting it like that could have really went south just because I, that was my first event i've ever put on but it went really well and people yeah. um, and it, nothing's nothing's going to be perfect mm-hmm. too so that's right. like that's one thing that that's people super need. freeing that's super <laughs> that's freeing right. to, to know that like nothing's yeah. perfect but you sh- it's like I'd rather just put myself and my ego and like mm. my pride on the line mm. if it's going to benefit other people right right no it's, it's, I, I feel the same way mm-hmm. you know it's like when you can sort of have those moments where you're just like you know I'm doing something uncharted territory I don't know what's going to happen <laughs> Uh, it might even be like you know scary as fuck you right. know to like even think about it like to even think how how nervous you would be to sort of like you know mess up or do something mm-hmm. where you might feel a little embarrassed but like also the joy and the satisfaction that comes from just doing it right. just trying it um like you know i feel like you know even this past year uh 2018 mm-hmm. i feel like there were those moments where it's just like man i'm trying something i haven't done before and it actually turns out to be something I'm enjoying and loving. Right, right. You know, and, and I think that's sort of 
you know, what I'm realizing. Let me do that more often. I feel like it's working. <laughs> you and know? You, you learn so much about yourself, like, yeah. through actually doing things as yeah. opposed to, like, trying to be perfect and mm. seem perfect. Right. Where right. you're just kind of, like, playing into a role. It's like, mm. you can't learn that way. Yeah, yeah. You can't <laughs> learn that way. That's so true. Like, I feel yeah, like it, yeah. when you, yeah, play into a role and sort of play into, like, an identity that sort of boxes you in, you sort of miss out on so much that, you know, it's actually for you. Right. You know, I think that's the thing is sometimes we almost trick, in, trick ourselves into thinking some things aren't for us mm-hmm. or some forms of creativity aren't for us. Right. or some forms of like events or, or, you know, projects aren't for us. But in reality, like, you know, the universe is waiting for us to wake up right. and do it. Right. Like it's right. like, so I, whatever that is, you know? Right. So I think that's, that's a major part of it. So is there, I know, you know, with the platform that you've, you know, been cultivating and developing mm-hmm. as well, like, tell us about that. So I think right now I'm, I guess I'll start with like the research side. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, I was at a conference sharing a project I was doing at Columbia actually. And it was, my thesis is on the Afro-Caribbean community here in New York. Mm. And I don't even know how we got in this conversation, but we were talking about the strong black woman narrative. Mm. And I think I was saying how I kind of resent that mm. that role and that stereotype. And then a woman in the, in the audience was like, well, instead of being angry at it, why don't you redefine it? And that really, like for months, stuck with me. And so mm. fast forward now, I am developing uh, intervention, which is for black women ages 18 to 25, and it's for basically kind of really, and speaking to like what we were talking about earlier, like really merging the creative world or just like the non-traditional world with the traditional world of psychology. So basically what it would look like is like a group of black women who were interested in participating and you sharing with me like your needs. For me as a psychologist, I'm really interested in like the community approach, which is like, I'm not necessarily like an expert on your life, like you are. So it's like whoever was interested in participating would come to me and like you kind of tell me explicitly like what your needs are and me providing that. So I've been working a lot with a lot of like black psychologists in the city and spiritual healers and herbalists and like yoga instructors who are like all black women and like farmers and like really kind of like showing that one, we are very like unique group of people, black women, and we go mm-hmm. through a lot of unique mental health needs. And yeah. and it doesn't just, wellness doesn't just look like me going to this like white middle-aged therapist. Like mm-hmm. it's all encompassing. And yeah. so that's the research side that I'm working on. It's called Row. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So wow. <laughs> I'll be having the first event in June. Awesome. So I'm really awesome. excited about that. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> That sounds amazing. Like thank you, thank for you. real. For, and, and I feel like what you're you're saying is like so powerful and not to be overlooked. I feel like even just the diversity within black women. Right. You know, I think that's sort of something I've just grown to appreciate is just how diverse our women are. Mm-hmm. And how like well, we have like unique needs and it's like I've and I believe in therapy, obviously as someone who's in like in the field of psychology and I've been to therapy, but it's so much more than that, you know, yeah. and we're so much more than that. And also, therapy is really expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like most women who are my age, we don't have, you know, the income to be chucking out that much money mm. a week. And it's like this program is free, and it's just like I would rather you come to this event once and like I give you the resources you need that you could practice in your own life. Mm. So that's the goal for that. And then with 
The creative side, I was in Pundavi and I'm transitioning and kind of doing my own thing. Yeah. And I really thinking like long term, I really want to open a library space, a working yeah. space. Yeah. Again, really trying to like provide people the resources they need because mm. like one, living in New York is really expensive and like Talk about living it. in a lot of major creative cities is, are really expensive. Mm. And I really just want to provide people, whether it be mental health or in art and culture, like some of the most talented people I know just don't have the resources, mm. whether that be like within their confidence in themselves, whether mm. getting like the actual resources to make their dreams tangible. Yeah. So with the vault, that's what I'm really aiming to do, like building an actual physical space mm. so that people can carry out their work essentially. No, it's, and I think what you're creating is gonna be even more and more necessary, mm-hmm. like as the months and the years go by, yeah. just cause like with the, you know, young adult generation, I feel like there's a lot of like help that we need. Like there's so much help, whether that's internally or just like resource wise. Like I feel like there's so much like that need right now. Yeah, I think you know? our age group, we're, we're kind of like, we're realizing the jig is up <laughs> and oh. we're really trying to stray away from about it. this traditional like capitalistic society that's just not working and we're realizing that and we're really I feel like we're trying to stray away from that but like you said we need help to do that we mm. can't just like shift an entire like lifestyle that's been going on for so long like yeah. we really need help to do that yeah and, and, and do it in a way where it's healthy right you know i feel right. like that's sort of the, the the real goal is like to sort of create lives for ourselves that are sustainable mm-hmm. and do it in a healthy way where we feel like we're, we're growing and we're helping the people around us right. um you know on, on every level you know just as friends as, as, as right. people that you know care for each other and also you know as like businessmen and businesswomen and and creatives and like all those things that that we we are exactly. you know and so that we can be that to the best of its potential and that's a whole nother conversation right. I feel like, you know there's so much of us within you know the creative community where like the potential is like through the roof but because the resources or just the right people, you know, or aren't necessarily accessible, it becomes that much more difficult. Even if you are in a city like New York, right, you know, where right. you're around everyone, you know, but at the same time, those same resources that you need to sort of get to that next step may not be as readily available. Right. So I feel like what what you're creating will sort of help people out in a major way, you know. I hope, just, I hope yeah. so. And it, yeah. it's like people who come from like marginalized backgrounds yeah. especially right like talk about it like my great grandma was a slave yeah. and she died a few days before i was born that's mm. not that you know that's not that far along right. and right. and i think a lot of people of color especially it's like and marginalized people in general it's like we just don't we have all the potential in the world but we like you you know like i always tell like i always bring up this like example of like how many people do you know who like had a clothing line and then the next year it was just gone. It's because, mm. and then it wasn't because they weren't talented or wasn't good. Didn't have good ideas. It's like when, when yeah. you think, when you have to go through like all the logistics of it mm-hmm. and all the legal things, it's like, well, damn, like it's so overwhelming. And you're like, well, I don't even want to do this anymore. Mm. I, I don't have the resources to carry this out. And it's like, I think that's, I think I'm at a place in my life where, you know, I've had so many women and people really bring me where I am because they laid the foundation for themselves yeah. and then they were able to help me out. Yeah. And I feel like I'm at a point in my career where I'm able to do that. Like I have research assistants mm. that are working under me and like I'm trying to help develop them professionally as well mm. because like 
it's if if I'm just like making myself shine, it's like not even worth mm. it. If I'm not bringing other people along with me, like going back to the thing of like legacy again, it's like yeah. if I'm not helping people through my work, then why why am I even doing it in the first place? Powerful. <laughs> I feel like we should end on that note because you just like drop the mic. Oh man, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really really feeling you know everything that you're talking about, um, and I'm also just encouraged as well because um, I feel like you know we're very similar in that way and sort of having that like others mentality and sort right. of helping others. Um, so you know it's really encouraging just to even hear you on your path because you know we're, we're all you know trying to help in our own you know special way. So I feel like you're you're definitely doing that in a way that's making a lot of sense and will make even more sense. <laughs> I feel like I really mean that. I feel like you know, Thank you. even not even the years. I'll say months from now. Like with what you're doing, it's gonna be like so much, so much more like you know, felt and impactful to so many people. You know, so so I feel like you're 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 really on the right path with Thank it. Thank you. No, for sure, for sure. So um, how can people find you and, and you know connect with you? Um, I'll be having a website for Row and the Vault very soon. But right now, you can find me on Instagram. It's just Kaylin Nicole. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Dope, dope. And how do you spell Kaylin? Just so for people. Yeah, who don't know. thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's K I L Y N, and there's a dot, and it's I C O L E. Perfect, perfect. Well, thank you once again. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate <laughs> it. So, this has been the Open Canvas with Taj Alexander and my friend, Kaylin. And <laughs> <laughs> we out. Thank you again. You're welcome. Thank really. you. To find out more about the Open Canvas, hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also, stay tuned to our Instagram, at theopencanvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, Taj, T-A-J, dot opencanvas at gmail.com. This has been The Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander.